It'll be a three-man rush, eight in coverage, three in the end zone. Dalton heaves it down the right side toward the end zone. It is knocked up in the air. A.J. Green makes the catch. Oh, 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 man. A deflected ball winds up in the hands of A.J. Green. The clock hits zero. Three-year-old Tony Pike waits for the snap, has the football, short drop, lobs one down the sideline for Bins. He's got it! Touchdown! 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 And a high fly ball, way back in center field. It is out right here. A grand slam home run for Joey Votto. And this one belongs to the Reds. Keep your shirt on. And last I checked, I did. Yes, why? Now a steal by Gary Clark and a breakaway to the rim for a thunderous Tomahawk Jam. Get you one, big fella. And a strike for Bertoni. And the magical moment belongs to Leonardo Bertoni. He opens the FC Cincinnati account with a goal in the 14th minute. Yeah, double dip from the ice cream cone. Welcome back! And it's another crazy week with the college football Power 5 Invitational. Because we're not calling it the CFP anymore. It's not the college football playoff. They're not letting any friends in. We're not friends. Let's be real. It's a mess. This whole thing is a mess. I don't know how we've now dropped to number nine in the college football playoff, yet we're still somehow at six in both the, or we've moved up to six in the AP and the coaches poll. Gentlemen, pardon the punctuation, starts now. What do you got here? You've been waiting uh, a good 15 minutes to say that. I know you're, yeah, I mean, I know it, you're upset. This is a... An atrocity is what it is. That's a big word. I mean, it, it is a big word, Ed, and needed because you you've got a, a committee that thinks that it's okay to just be like, well, we're going to pick and choose the things that we want to look at for each individual team but not apply the same rules to everybody. Well, yeah, because if you were going to worry about the top 25 wins of teams that are currently ranked in the CFP, well, then what about Georgia, who just jumped us, who also has zero wins in the top 25 in the CFP currently? And two losses. That's correct. We don't worry about the two losses because, you know, that was against different teams because then you have to worry about, well, what about about Iowa State and their two losses and Florida with their two losses because... You know, that, it doesn't matter that Florida lost to 3-5 and five LSU at home. It was probably the, the shoe or, or the fog. I'm yeah. not really sure what it, what it could have been. Um, I guess maybe, maybe it's Louisiana teams. Let's, let's talk about that because you have Iowa State losing to Louisiana early in the season. And that was one of their two losses. They lost by 17. You had... Georgia, not, I'm sorry, Florida, lose to, to LSU, albeit by three, but it was a home game. And then you have undefeated Cincinnati, who 
it doesn't really matter who they play. There's still people on Twitter who apparently don't understand how 2020 rules work, where your entire schedule was thrown in the toilet saying, well, they need to schedule people. Uh... Who who are we supposed to schedule? The big here's the other thing. Anytime anytime UC tries to schedule somebody big, they're like, well, they either end up buying themselves out of the contract or waiting until Tommy Tuberville's our coach. COVID. Well, in all fairness, we did get to play Ohio State last year, and we all know how that went because Ohio State fans love to throw that stat out there because apparently that applies to this year. Because um, you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, that Florida didn't fall below UC because the last time they played them, that's relevant. Well, that's why the, the Ohio State will never travel to Cincinnati to play a game again. Oh well, that dude, that was no, that's not going to happen. No, not not on a not not at Paul Brown. Get out of here! They'll never play here again, <laughs> ever. Hey, but at least we're getting like fifty eight hundred fans are going to be allowed at the uh, the game this weekend. We'll get to that. I'm still not done with this college football playoff mess. Um, so Chris Vanini, who is uh, athletic reporter for the Athletic, I guess he jumped in on a. He just tweeted out like ten minutes ago. He said he jumped in on uh, the CFP call. Ask committee chair Gary Barta two questions. What about Iowa State's resume is better than Coastal Carolina's? And given these rankings, how is the system fair? Uh, it's a it's a pretty extensive answer, uh, completely unsatisfactory, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he he says that yeah, you know, like yeah, you know they've got some Iowa State. Speaking about Iowa State, oh, they've got they've got some losses, but I, I think their defense has gotten better, and uh, they've got the best running back in the country. Uh, so I think that we you know we can put them there. And Coastal Carolina is undefeated. And having a terrific year, they've got two wins against top twenty teams, and then he just keeps BYU and yeah, the BYU game was one of the most exciting football games of the season, and they played a game this past weekend, an under five hundred Troy team, and it took them until the last thirty, they were behind, and I'm sure you watched the game. Okay, so like you you bring this up that they they play this under five hundred team, and you kind of he's clear they're clearly sliding them from. Yeah, uh, I mean they had to play Troy. They're on their schedule, right? They, right. they don't get a pick. Right. They don't get a pick. What their record's going to be when they come up against them? What their schedule so, is? Correct. Yeah. Right, so they're under. They're under five hundred. They play them. They win, right? They pull it out. They win. It, it probably wasn't probably their best win of the year, right? But it's a win. And then you slight them. You say, well, you know, we can't. You know, they they just don't stack up against anybody else. Right? Well, but they've got those two top. You know, they've got those CFP wins, right? But then you have a Florida team that, okay, Shoegate, whatever you want to call it, that's not the reason <laughs> they lost. Like, that, it, okay, that, that that's like the one thing people are going to point to and be like, oh, they threw a shoe, so they lost. Well, like, I mean, they should have been in that position in the first place that a shoe, that throwing a shoe and getting this penalty at that point in the game is going to make them lose, right? I can't believe we're even having this conversation. I know, I, it's crazy. No, it's, it's, but, a, it's a dumb conversation to So have. you get, I mean, LSU is terrible. They have like 50 scholarship players on their team. They and they started a true, a true freshman. freshman. Yes. A quarterback. Yes. They're like, a, I mean, LSU has a, a, a solid history. I mean, we all know that they've done great things for the city of Cincinnati by sending Joe Burrow up here. But you've got a team that's just, they're atrocious. They're terrible. And so they beat, they beat Florida, who then drops 
one spot. One spot. Let's not forget about. And then you see, you see, doesn't play. Granted, I mean, COVID. Like you, they're not going to force a, a game. <laughs> I mean, they have to um, follow those well, guidelines, let's talk right? That shouldn't penalize us because it didn't penalize Ohio State, who also hasn't played since November right. 21st. No, and hasn't played I, as many games as us either. But Tim Brando so, of Fox Sports tweeted out that the college football playoff is flat out wrong, and I'll no longer recognize it as a playoff. I'm done with it. I test code for pure playoff privilege. It's not a CF, uh, CFB playoff. It's Power 5 Invitational, and from this point forward, I'll call it that. Go Bearcats, dismiss beyond belief. Or... Yeah, dissed beyond belief. I haven't heard he liked, use the word. He liked one of my tweets that I tweeted at him, um, just saying that he was just out here spitting fire. Well, then you got Jay Billis. Cincinnati really messed up. The Bearcats should have scheduled Louisiana, lost by two touchdowns, yeah. and then they would be risen to the CFP rankings. Every game counts, please. So you remember our friend from last week, old old Gary Barda from <laughs> Iowa. Oh <laughs> yeah, my guy. So, old Gary Barta's out here. What's he saying? Basic, basically saying that, uh, where is it at? Oh, I had it and I can't find it. Um, he just talks out of both sides of his mouth, essentially. It's, he faulted Cincinnati for not having played since November 21, while others around them have played, quote, two or three games. Oh, that's right. That's our fault. I forgot. Yeah, he just thanks, thanks yeah, Gary. I mean, then you got, I mean, Joe, Joe, Joel Klatt, he's out here, you know, rooting for Cincy, talking about how, you know, Cincy and Florida each dropped a spot. One of them didn't even play a game, and then they, the other lost to a three-win team with 54 scholarship players and a true freshman quarterback. We have, I, my, we have my guy. Uh, I, I realize, like, a lot of the stuff that we are going to be, like, throwing out here tonight is plastered all over Twitter by people with a lot more followers than we have, but it, it's it's the truth. So here's a question that I'm going to throw to you guys, because it's looking like we're going to, by all predictions at this point, play Georgia in the Peach Bowl for the net, that, race them. for the NY6. Well, hang on. First off, we got to get through this game against Tulsa, right? Absolutely. Can't look and past people it. people are saying if we beat if we beat Tulsa by a small margin, Coastal might jump us for that NY6 game. So that's a real possibility of something that could potentially happen. Where are they so at twelve? Brace yourselves for that. Where are they Just, at twelve? I'm I, I stopped paying attention when they said nine. Um, so the other thing I want you to think about is if we do get scheduled to play Georgia in the Peach Bowl, what if Georgia has COVID all of a sudden and can't play the game? We win. Do they? forfeit do you reschedule because it's a bowl game so you can kind of reschedule it whenever you want well you could but i i mean i mean here's the thing is if if the team that you're scheduled to play in this can't play do you invite another team that can then, then you're you they've got to if i would, I, would you know, I mean the the, the money like involved think, the money involved in that alone they're not i'd like to think that's that what bowl. happens but what what power, what power five team is going to want to play Cincinnati and end up losing? And if they do, are we going to get the same excuse like, oh, well, we didn't really care. We had seniors sitting out. No. I mean, in that case, what they're going to get is, well, we didn't know we were going to have to play. And so you know, we, were, we were game planning to play Team X, and now we had to play Team Y. So, like, whatever. And you know what? If UC goes in there and lays an egg and gets smacked in the head, 
and loses a ball Fine. game. So be right? it. But do we just not give give them a chance? Is that not is that not a thing anymore? I mean, well, that's, no, that's another funny. thing. Like, people look at are bringing the... up. That's another thing people are bringing up about the top four. Is you know why why should Cincinnati be in the top four? They're just going to get stomped out by Alabama. Well, let's be real. Whoever matches up against Alabama is going to get their throat stepped on by Alabama. It doesn't matter who's going in there. It's the but fact that you don't even want to let us defense, play. I think UC's defense holds its own. Possibly. I just it, there, it's just the fact that they, they don't, don't even want to let us. They, yeah, they don't want to let us play the game. It's absolute crap. And it's the the whole thing has been set up since last week to make sure that Cincinnati does not make the college football playoff when they jumped Iowa State for no effing reason. And then and here's the other here's double the other down on it sickening. Here's the other sickening thought that I had. And since we're like you know doing that kind of thing right now, it's 2020, and we've had two crappy weeks in a row. So next week. Is when they lock in the teams right mm-hmm. for the playoff. So the college football playoff committee is going to start their show, and they're going to announce that they expanded the playoff to eight teams, and UC is going to be ninth again. <laughs> That's the ultimate troll job. That's oh, what's going to no. happen. That's what no, Pat McAfee no. was. Yeah, I, Pat McAfee last week can... was uh, saying I... the same thing. Somebody created a bracket. Um, in that scenario, and had had UC in there, and and Pat uh, talking about big heads talking about us. Pat was saying that UC's being completely disrespected by not being in the college football playoffs. Well, at that point, you have to consider too that you're going to have all the championship games, which are going to involve every team ahead of us outside of what A and M and um, who's who's playing in the SEC. I think it's Florida and Alabama. Yeah, Florida and Alabama. So Georgia would be excluded as well. So A&M and, and Florida are are fine. They're not going to lose their conference championship. Um, but you mean A&M and Georgia? Yes, yeah, sorry. Be able to win. Um, but you're well. So you're looking at the third and fourth place teams essentially in in the SEC. Is that Notre Dame. Out? Notre Dame and. Um, Clemson. And Clemson are going to be playing, so one of them is going to lose and have two losses, and not drop at all. That, that's basically that. That's what the committee is saying here. The crazy I, thing, it, the crazy that, thing about I'm, all of this it doesn't matter. It the crazy thing about all of this is that there yeah. has never been a two-loss team in the college football playoff ever. Well, Shit. I mean, but here, here's the thing: is after I mean, you look I, at Florida, after you look years, at, and no but... one's, and, and surprisingly, I, and I, I, if they have, I haven't seen it, no one has asked them why Florida only dropped one spot after they got beat by LSU. Because no they have no, because there isn't an answer for it. How do you respond to that? Uh, well, uh, we, we don't like SEC. We don't, we don't, we don't like G5. Uh, and the money. Was I mean, at, at this point, it's already dollar I mean, dollar bills, y'all. I'm surprised they haven't used already, the excuse. Already that very used. evident that you know. I mean, they don't even have to cover it up anymore. It's I'm, su- I'm surprised the excuse that UC doesn't travel uh, hasn't. You know, the UC fans don't travel hasn't been dropped yet. Right in a, in a season when they're going to have like five. Well, no, they'll they'll probably let bowl games have well at, capacity as crowds. We- as we're talking about Cincinnati fans, this seems as good a time as any to move on to the fact that for the first time all season, Cincinnati got to sell tickets, and Governor DeWine nearly wrecked that for all of nearly us. Nearly ruined that shit. Sorry, so, Dan. So, they, 
and, and it's still got it's still a little bit screwed up. All right, if you look at it, it's the the ODH, the Ohio Department of Health, came out and said that they gave the same percentage of you know seating capacity of fans that they yeah. allowed for, I believe, the Bengals, and it's like eighteen percent, give or take, right? Mm-hmm. Of uh, for like the Browns and the and the Bengals, I don't know what the crew got. I don't know if it was the same that same kind of eighteen percent or what. It's probably and, the same amount of fans that show up on a regular basis anyway. Yeah, you're right. So, um, I mean. It, enough fans show up to like <laughs> right but that's what i'm getting at which is kind of funny is uh the percentage that they they were like look we gave the same amount but it would appear that the percentage that they base it off of the capacity for soccer at nippert and not the forty thousand capacity for football, football. shocker the, I mean, DeWine, uh, DeWine didn't even get the memo, though, until it was brought up to his attention today at the right. podium. And, yeah, and he is. said, oh, I, I, I don't know. He said, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Ohio, State, know. Ohio State told me they weren't allowed to have fans. I don't know. I, I'm in Columbus. We're too far away from Cincinnati. I didn't get to see that. I was too busy sitting at a, at a dock waiting for a UPS truck to show up so I could take pictures of a box. Let's talk about the fact that the Cleveland Browns played last what? night, though, under the rules that you uh, that are the the covid rules where you got the extended curfew because we're allowed to stay out a little bit later Thanks, because Barry. there's a football hey, game going on that was that was a that, hell of a football game that was but a shitty situation let's talk what? about the fact that they had to stop serving Did alcohol you just say that, Ed? it was a shitty situation oh my god he's just letting shit fly tonight um tell you what, literally I shit fly last night so <laughs> But seriously, they had to stop selling alcohol at 10 o'clock. But they were allowed to stay out? Correct. Yes. Because, you know, COVID attacks if you're drinking after 10. What do you do? Uh, so I, mean, I, I had to skedaddle out of the zoo on Saturday before 10 o'clock. I mean, I don't understand. I don't well, understand. New Zealand either. already re- said that their country is uh, virus free, so I'm I don't know what they did. We didn't do well. Uh, they're not taking you. <laughs> Aaron just banned Ed from an entire country. <laughs> I'm tweeting New Zealand. Ask him if I can come. Alright, prepare for that. So, we do get fans in the, in the championship that Tulsa's still mad about. Um, yeah. But as they were trying to accuse Cincinnati of ducking them last week for our benefit, um, doesn't turn out that that actually benefited us at all. No. And we, we lost standing and, in the college football playoff be, because of it. So how'd that work out for you, Tulsa fans? I mean, still fired up. Trash takes. Although, uh, Barstool, uh, OSU's Barstool uh, was, let me see if I, pretty sure I retweeted it. Barstool's looking for um, people to create Twitter accounts for cities. Somebody sent me a link. <laughs> that that guy, the one of the uh, one of the uh, Michigan State folks that likes to poke uh, Chad, tweeted at him and said, "Because since he was small time, finally you were realizing that." And he said, "I just Chad said I just checked the rankings and I must have missed Michigan State. Looked again, still nothing." <laughs> <laughs> he might be banned from the whole state of Michigan. I, I'm not. I'm uh, not sure, nothing but would surprise not that he cares. me. No, certainly not. 
somebody just retweeted the college football uh, standing playoff standings and then put every Cincinnati fan right now and then put a video of Yancey Gates just knocking out Kenny Freeze. Yeah, that one hurt. I, I did see that earlier. That one hurt. That's a good one. I don't think I. I don't think I. Oh yeah, I did. In Barstool LSU just said Florida just lost at home to a horrible LSU team and somehow dropped a spot and still only two spots and still two spots ahead of undefeated Cincinnati. The SEC bias is unreal. So I mean they use they're they're bending it to their own you know need there, but we call this segment reading. <laughs> we this is right, what we read. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it just it just comes down to it like anything that we say is already out there in the Twitterverse and it you know. Whatever. It was it was really fun to be a part of it all for the hour before we were recording. I'll uh, tell you that much. Um, breaking oh. news: Terry Easton's eating a bunch of tacos right now. Who? Easton. Easton. Ari Easton. Easton. What's wrong That's with funny. you? His mom. His Ari mom is a great Ari Twitter Easton's follow. Mom just tweeted out a, like a big taco oh, spread. A huge taco spread. That's who we need. That, that's who we need to go have a talk with the the playoff committee. Nobody wants mom. that smoke. No one no wants one. that smoke. No one. Can you imagine if we have a better record than a team this year in the in the in the? Uh, I can't March Madness, and she has to blow smoke on that one. I don't know what's wrong with you tonight. What did I do? He's got, he's got hypnotic. Can't. He's got hypnotic in that glass. I you can't, can't think. talk. I can't talk tonight. I, the hypnotic's gone. Oh my gosh! You still have the bottle? Are you gonna put like uh, water in it with some highlighter? Ooh, highlighter? Ooh! What's and then put idea? a black light near it. My son last week tried to grab the shot glass that I was drinking out of and tried to drink out of it. Um, luckily, I'm it put was, him to bed early. Yeah, luckily it was all you know, no good. But. So, the men's basketball team, since we last recorded, did play two games. Are you gone? Nope. Okay, we're good. We're good. All right. So, they eked one out against Furman, and they lost to Tennessee. I only got to listen to the game against Furman as I was traveling. Right. The Furman but, game was not bad. I thought it was a pretty good game. It was a pretty well-rounded game. The, I mean, Furman's got some guys that can shoot the lights out, and we all know that UC struggles against defending the three ball. So, Kevin made sure to tell us that a bunch of times that this uh, Furman team is not, you know, a weak team. They're not, you know. I, I didn't. I didn't think that they that they were that they're a bad team. I mean, it's what? a team that UC should certainly beat. Like in it. One of the things that uh, Terry pointed out on the broadcast um, over the radio is that the guard play looked uh, slow getting back on defense. Um, whether you're talking about DeJulius, whether you're talking about uh, Keith Williams, whether you're talking about even uh, Mikey Saunders, who is without a doubt the, uh, the fastest player on the team, as Kevin likes to continually point out that he has elite speed. I think he's used those words about 48 times thus far in like all of two broadcasts. But uh, that being said, um, did it look like that when you guys were watching it? I mean, I was, again, just listening to it. But Yeah, they were fast. I mean, they were pushing the ball down the court. I mean, it wasn't a a slow-paced game at all. They were were fast. Um, I think DeJulius stepped up a little bit in that game. 
Um, which, I mean, I don't mean to say he hasn't stepped up before. He has stepped up in a lot of games, but he was a... But he ended up with um, seven points. Keith Williams ended up with 27. Um, Eason, eight. So, I mean... It was well, yeah, it was a huge game. game for Keith. Yeah. Mama definitely his best game of the season. Yes, definitely. And I think that was... Uh, I think that leadership was evident in that win as well. And that was also the first game that Tari Eason got to start. Uh, the first freshman starting... Um, Gary Clark? Yep. Yeah. Oh, the, the... I think it was fresh. the first uh, forward. Because Micah Adam, Micah Adams Woods started last year. He wasn't a freshman. Yeah. Was he? Uh, yeah. Oh. Fairly, fairly certain. He's one of he's one of Brandon's boys. That's fair. All right. I thought for some reason I thought he was a transfer. I don't know why. Uh, oh, I don't think so. Maybe he was. Yeah, a he transfer. Was, Eason was a since first freshman power forward to start. That's what it was. I mean, it was a pretty so he he did, he did get to start, and you know we're all happy to see him in that role as. We definitely needed speed, and you couldn't have old stone feet out there with no speed at the four and wrap. So, uh, well, all that dude does is dribble, spin, lose the ball, or foul. Foul. Who I never. Foul? I saw a stat. I saw a stat that they have something like 20, 20 some odd fouls between like uh, wrap and vote and votes fouled out in three games straight. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. So he's got at least 15 <laughs> in four games, plus whatever he got in the first game. Man. So he might have 20 all by himself or damn near. It's, um, like, it's terrible. But as we're getting to it, you, know, when you can't catch up to anything. Well, when you're talking about when you're talking about Tennessee, though, come on, man. You're, you're looking at 26 fouls to 10. You're looking at 30 free throws oh. to seven. Easy, uh, easy refs. Come on now, little little bias there. And I, I still think that was a game that UC should have won. I mean, they sh- they had every opportunity, even with the refs stacked against them. Absolutely. But when you have DeJulius missing, I think twelve shots. Yep. Which, I mean, we were just throwing up some desperation threes there at the end. Um, you got to see uh, Jeremiah Davenport have another good game. As he hit four of seven from three, um, he continues to just play better than we ever expected him to play this year. Yeah, I was 14. I was concerned I was concerned early in the season that he wasn't even going to get minutes. I wasn't sure where his minutes were going to come from because I thought you were going to see way more of Zach Harvey than you've seen thus far. Um, and obviously, if you have Mamadou coming in as opposed to Davenport going in at the four, uh, because you know we we did hear the news that Mamadou opted out of the season prior to. Mm-hmm the Tennessee game. And so we're not going to get to see any more of Mamadou, at least this season. It doesn't sound like he's coming back at all, I wouldn't which leaves, that. which leaves Keith Williams as the only Mick Cronin guy left. But, um, but yeah, Davenport's been playing out of his mind. Um, and it, it's good to see him come in. Um, I know some people are calling him the human spark plug. Um, I don't know. I just, the dude just lives, breathes and, and bleeds Cincinnati. Yeah. He's a hometown kid, and it's it's really good to see him having that success out there on the hardwood. I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean... It's a solid take, Aaron. 
I mean, we just knew that we were going to be in trouble in that game when both Rap and uh, Vote had three three fouls in the in the first half, and it just so did Keith. Oh yeah, that's right. Keith did have three fouls. He only ended into the game with like fourteen points, didn't he? Eleven. I think he had as many minutes. Six points. He ended that game with six points. That's terrible. I that, think he had more. I think he, he played like sixteen minutes total, and that seems like a stretch. I think they were rounding up on the minutes that he was in. It's a possibility. I mean, again, you, you said it on your other show. Um, I'm not going to talk about it, but you said it on your other show the other night. I'm trying not to bring I, it up, man. I know, I know how I know. much you love that. But I just wanted to be like, you said it, and I don't want to be this, just like you, I don't want to be that person who blames the rest for everything, but, I mean, you have to, it was not called fairly. No, you just have to wonder what the hell you're looking at when you have, again, yeah, Lisa Brandon pointed it out on Twitter, and who she's very like, yeah, rare to point out anything like that. I'm not sure if they can find a coach based on what his wife's out tweeting, but I don't think you see stuff like that very often as the coach can't say these things. But, you know, she's watching the game and she's seeing what we all see, where you see 26 fouls to 10, where you see 30 free throws to 7. And they they went 25 of 30 as opposed to Cincinnati's 4 of 7 from the free throw line. Absolutely outrageous. I mean, that's just... Don't get me wrong. Tennessee was... They're the number 12 team in the nation. We weren't expected to win that game. And the team certainly gave you things to build hope and think that, you know, this season isn't going to be a wash and just a complete rebuild. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to see what Cincinnati Cincinnati has coming up against South Florida as we open up the conference schedule before closing out the out-of-conference against Georgia at... Eight o'clock on Saturday, you know. At the same time as the football game, just the same time the football team plays, exact same time. So what are no we doing? Deal. For, what are you guys doing for that situation? You know, which which games to be on the big screen? Which games to be on the uh, laptop? If I'm not mistaken, uh, Georgia Cincinnati is on ESPN Plus, as opposed to the. AAC Championship, which will be on ABC. That said, if you have your subscription to ESPN Plus, I do. Simply, simply watch the game on a laptop on your phone, or if you have two TVs set up in your man cave, bingo, bango. However, soon I'll be watching. I'll be watching a Plus on my phone or my laptop and yeah. watching uh, the game, watching football on the on the TV. In your, a little in bit your of uh, a little. What's that? Ed? You gonna watch what? that in your laundry room or? No, this is just for podcast purposes, so I can hardwire. I got you. The aesthetics in there are perfect. I appreciate that. It's fine. I'm here for. I'm here for the show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I would agree that I think I'm gonna have. Uh, I don't think it's a question. The uh, football game will be on the uh, the main screen, and then basketball will be secondary on my phone or. Laptop or iPad or something. Dang. Now, don't don't forget as they play Tulsa. Um, Tulsa does have arguably the defensive player of the year in all of college football in Zaven Collins, their linebacker. Um, so don't be surprised if some wild, crazy stuff does end up happening in this game. I just I think that I just think that more often than not, we're going to be putting points up on the board as opposed to the defense stopping us. Uh, did you see the? Uh, hey, what's going on, the, Mike? A- the uh, the uh, all 
was the all AAC team for football. Did I see, I see? today? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how Cincinnati had how it's like a, it's like UC had a player at every position hit the first or second team, one or the other. That's perfect. And but then, uh, we don't belong to be you know, whatever. The only position we didn't have, we had, we had a punter, we had a kick returner, and then we had every actual position as far as like offensive line, defensive line, wide receiver, tight end, quarterback, running back, linebacker. Um, the only thing we didn't have was kicker. And somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, otherwise I'd give them credit for it, but somebody on Twitter, not me, made the joke, that's because we scored too much, so we didn't actually have our kicker out of here taking field goals. So kudos, Bearcats. Nope, he's just taking care of business with the point after. It's a good problem to have. I just, I don't know. I mean, we gotta, they gotta take care of business against Tulsa. Just is what it is. I mean, that I still, I mean, I think if they put up a hundred points on Tulsa, the, you know, they'll probably drop down to like eleven or twelve. So, <laughs> well, that's that's because Tulsa's not from Louisiana, and we'd have to lose in order to move up. Come on, man, that's how the that's how the math works. You have to lose right. to Louisiana teams to move up. Right, right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Unreal. I wish I would have learned more math. More maths? Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, college football national signing day is tomorrow. Yes. And Cincinnati is bragging quite a class as they had a uh, three-star defensive lineman add today in Robert oh, Jackson. Big boy. Yeah. Uh, like, he, he is a bit, he's, I think, 6'5 and like 265 or something like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah, s- it's, it's a big boy. Speaking of which, and they, you, th- high three star. Speaking of yeah. which one. Did you see that tweet from John Cunningham about two hours ago? Uh, uh No. Like, I was yeah. busy tweeting at everybody who was right, talking about right. the CFP. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a gif of the com- oh, I can't remember who this comedian's name is. And as soon as people go to look at the tweet, they're gonna be like, "I can't." Rodney Dangerfield adjusting his tie. That's all it is. Well, well, you know why? Why? Because his go-to line was "No respect." Okay, that's fair then. All right. I just wondered if he had some big news because I know there's been some conference changes in some conferences. Uh, it was him making on. a. It was him making a subtle jab at the college football playoff, which, you know, subtle jabs are cute and all, but we should really be preparing for court with the rest of all of the other G five conferences and taking this entire college football Whoa. playoff committee, which is made up of thirteen of fifteen members from the Power Five conferences, as well, opposed I mean, to two. What's that? I'm just so mad. There's only two people on this entire committee from the G5, whereas 13 of 15 have Power 5 affiliations. It's all horseshit. Well, Oklahoma has a, a guy on there, right? Iowa. Hey, hi. <laughs> I don't know where you came from. <laughs> Shouldn't you be in bed? Oh, no. Um, so... Oklahoma's got a guy on there, right? So it's in their best interest to move Iowa State up as far as possible. So yeah. that when they beat them in the Big 12 championship, they can then say, oh, well, look, we just beat the number, you know, 
Sixth team in the country. I don't know if the line's moved, but the line was uh, minus six in Oklahoma's favor. Um, and I don't know if that's still the case for the game this week or not. Hey, one day, can we have a podcast talking about betting? I don't understand how all that works. Like the line and plus one, plus two. I, I do not understand any of that's that. That's what at the all. spread is, man. So what's the spread? So, okay. So as we look at Oklahoma, Iowa State, right now it sits at Oklahoma minus five and a half. That means Oklahoma is favored five and a half points. So if they don't win the game by five and a half points, if you take Iowa State, Iowa State on that bet, you win the bet if they don't cover that five and a half point spread. Got it. okay. It's like giving them a head start. So if they if they win by six, then you win the you win the the bet. If you took Oklahoma, yes. Yeah, if you took Oklahoma. Okay, all right. Yeah. I need to learn this stuff because when we finally get vote uh, voting, uh, when we finally get gambling in, in Ohio, I'm I'm getting on FanDuel. Uh, all you have to do is drive across the state line to Indiana, yeah, download yeah. FanDuel to your phone, and uh, you can place your place your bet once you're in the state, and then drive right back home. Yeah. Okay, not all of us live that close to the Indiana border like you two. Some of us uh, live out here on the east side. I'm on the east side of 71 as well. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. We could also get like a VPN, right? And. I mean, you could do that too, yeah, and that makes it illegal what you're doing. But... Oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. That's not something I would do <laughs> ever. But if I, but if I if did, I, if I did. That's something you could do, right? Like, right. Just, you know, hypothetically, and you know, stuff like that. Yeah, Cincinnati's favored right now by 14. Uh, that line hasn't moved at all since I've seen it uh, yesterday. So, um, but as people bet. Um, the line will move, so it depends on where you can get it. No, we're not just finding it out. It's just finally hitting us as a team that deserves to be in the college football playoffs. But I mean, it's not even. I'm not even shocked by it. It's it's more so. It's more so. People who are let me stop you both. People who are listening to this can't read this. So Mike writes in, are you just finding out that college football is just about the money? Why are you shocked by this? That's how radio works. So to answer your question, so to answer your question, no, we're not just finding out that college football is about money. Uh, We saw it happen a couple of years ago in central Florida and they got hosed for not one, but two years straight. I'm already mentally preparing myself for the fact that if we go to Notre Dame next year, if we go to Indiana next year and we beat both teams, the college football playoff committee is simply going to make sure neither of those teams remain ranked for the rest of the year. That way, it doesn't help boost us into the college football playoff. Also, there's no way that any American Athletic Conference team will remain ranked at the end of the year either. It's all just a ploy to not let anybody else have a seat at the big kids' table. If anybody has a 3D printer, hit me up, because I want to 3D print a college football championship ring for Fickle and send it on over to him. Huh. Wait until the season's over. Until you're making championship. I mean, what if we lose to Tulsa? You or... have one, don't you? I just thought about that. You have one, don't you? What? Jeff. Yeah. We're three. <laughs> some rings over here. You have to finish the season out, man. Get yeah, out of here. Put putting the cart before the horse. Fair. All right. That's a good point. Oh, Two games still. There it is. 
Oh, the your heater? There goes the AC, yeah, or the heat pump, yep. I mean, to answer that, like, my, my, my take on it is not so much that I'm shocked by it. it I'm more shocked by the fact that they're no longer hiding behind the, the you know, that it's not all about money, that it's about the oh, best no. teams. You know, they, they hid, they've hid behind that forever, and even though they're making some, like, really bad effort at hiding behind, you know, oh, well, we looked at this stuff, and UC hasn't played, and they don't have any top 25 current you know, ranked top twenty-five wins, and uh, don't don't look over at these teams that also don't have those things, but are ranked ahead of. Don't they're not doing that right. Or the now. teams that have losses. It. I mean, it's insane. We could talk about. But, this all but right. I'm more shocked by the fact that it is this obvious. So blat- that it's yeah. so blatant anymore. It, oh, they stopped caring that they're show. They've completely shown their hand. All cards are on the table. There, there is no more smoke and mirrors. It's all become completely transparent what they're doing. Yeah, 100%. I was unfortunate. And there's nothing we can do about it either because it's all private. No, I, again, you know, like, like I said, UCF went through this just a couple of years ago yeah. where they had two straight undefeated years and had to declare themselves national champions, including hanging a banner at the stadium because they couldn't get the respect from the college football playoff committee. If you print banners, get at me. Uh, hit me up on the DM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make. Oh, we should make a T-shirt. Ed's got a, Ed's got we should a, make a T-shirt. Ed's, Ed's got a 2008 flag football championship banner. He needs to print. He's, he hung his flags in the rafters down yeah, there. It's down here. I can go 100%. Get it. He did that. I love you, Ed. I'm gonna go get it. Oh God. <laughs> So, all that being said, he's going to come back here and have no idea what we're doing. No, 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 but he's going to be really proud of his play. <laughs> so, the Bengals played a game this week. It, who? who? <laughs> it still has to be mentioned. The Bengals played a game this week. And I got to tell you, I didn't know anything about Brandon Allen prior to him coming in. And I don't hate Brandon Allen as this team's backup next year. No, I don't I hate him either. Sent no. a, I sent a text message uh, in a in a group chat that I'm in, um, and I just said I like this guy, <laughs> and I do. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's out, out there, there on one leg, competing like he's playing <laughs> in the Super Bowl. He's tough, and not and not for a team that's two has two win four wins over the last. <laughs> she hates the Bengals. <laughs> she does. She's not very happy about them. But I mean, you got a team that's got that's got four wins in two years, and he's out there hobbling around on one leg, giving it everything he's got. And I get it. He, you know, next year likely, as long as everything goes right, Burrow's back. And if he's still here, he's relegated back to being on the bench. So right. But I, but I can respect it. Way better than Finley being on the bench behind Joe Burrow. At least you got a guy. And bear in mind, he's only been with the team, what, like three weeks, four weeks now? Four weeks, I think. So, I mean, the, they, they grabbed him off the, the practice squad, yeah. So oh, I'm sure. Right, yeah. No, they signed him right. off the street. No, he was on the practice squad. He was on the practice squad. 
Are you sure about yeah, that? Yeah, because I thought it really—I thought it was really weird that they pulled a guy off the practice squad and then started him over Finley. Like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, they—he was on the Bengals. He was on the Bengals practice squad. Oh shit! They they signed him. They literally signed him off the practice squad, and we we're like, "Hey, Finley, uh, you are still You're a backup." <laughs> and he shouldn't even be that. He's terrible. Uh, <laughs> He's terrible. But at the end of but, that game, did you? I mean. He came out hobbling, then Finley went in. Finley came out hobbling. Like I don't think we're gonna have a quarterback for this. Week. Well, we obviously have a quarterback this weekend, but the Broncos played without a quarterback. It's fine. It's twenty twenty. Anything goes. That's a good point. Hey, but the 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 Broncos weren't able to win that game. We aren't either with a quarterback. Ah, the Steelers are on a losing streak right now, bud. It's true. They're what does that vulnerable. Have to do? We're not beating this. Come on, man. Hey, weirder things have happened. We, I have, I have we're a not ranked. If the Bengals, wait a minute. It, if the Bengals beat the Steelers, does that mean that the Browns win? Uh, let's let's not the kid division? ourselves. This has to be the Super Bowl for the the remaining Bengals players that are still playing right now this sure. season. If I, if I was a if I was on the Bengals team, if I was playing for the Bengals, I would be opting out. I would have opted out already, but I just <laughs> opt out. For the rest of the season. Done. Well, so speaking of opting out, what do you do with Zach Taylor at this point? I hope he, he needs opts to opt out, out on his own. Yeah, he needs to go, he, he needs to check it's out. Been, I think it's been since Bruce Coslett, since a, a coach actually stepped away without being fired, if you will. I think it was one of those step away or we're going to fire but, you situations. But here's the thing but, is Zach Taylor, like you can tell with with his post-game press conferences that that dude will never – uh-uh. Step down without being told. No, to step down. no, he's just he like think- Marvin. Yeah, they're like hey, they're like hey, what do you think? Uh, maybe, maybe have somebody else to look into, like calling the plays on offense. Or he's like, oh, everything is going great. I'm pretty happy with the way we're working right now. We're pretty. We're close. just a couple plays away we're from right getting the job we're right done. Up here at the, we're at the the top. We're gonna soon gonna. We're not getting over the hump. Not this season. Not last season. Come on, man. Marv used to you say gotta- the same thing. I think. Marvin used I think to say he. The same thing. I think he's become undone by the staff that he's put around himself in Lou Anarumo, his homeboy from the, uh, on the offensive line, whose name uh, Jim Turner. Um, his name was evading me there for a moment. Um, you know, and and the fact that he wants to just not, why is he calling the plays? Like, dude, you're not even coaching well. Why why are you also calling the plays? It's it's not good. It's not good at all. Not. I mean, there's and there's really not a lot. You. I mean, week after week, it's just like this. There's nothing to put hope in. What, do you, the only thing to put hope in is on, on the, the bench for the rest. Of the year. <laughs> just had surgery, which probably went really well. well. I take that back. I take that back. There are a, there are a couple pieces on offense that you know. I mean. Well, Joe, I mean, Joe Mixon, he took the right, the right, uh, yes, look at Joe it. Mixon. He, st- he stayed, he stayed out of it for the rest of the year. Is that AJ smart? Green should be gone. I know he played for the first time all season, uh, this, this week. Uh, I think that's when he actually looked like he was actually running routes mm-hmm. at least half the game. I, think, uh, I don't know if he I did it for the whole like game. Touch, I think he's like one touchdown away from tying Ocho Cinco's. I think it's that one. It doesn't surprise me. He's got more touchdowns than Julio Jones, and that stat surprised me. As they both like, came out in the same draft class. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I was just say like, um, what do we do though? Uh, but, I, I don't, wait a I don't, minute. I don't, I don't want to rush. Well, while we're still talking about, 
I don't want to move on yet, as we're still talking about Zach Taylor. Uh-huh. What about the fact that he took out Gio Bernard? Oh, yeah. After a fumble, dude hasn't fumbled in something like 730 attempts. Eight, eight over 800 carries. 2013 was the last time he put the ball on the ground. And you're gonna just pull him like that? As he's the only one with the media sticking up for you, Zach Taylor, saying that you're the leader of this team. I think it might have been Lance. I think it was Lance McAllister was like went on like a uh, tweet. As he's one to do, yeah. Yes. I mean, but what else are you like? How can you like this guy? It's not like he drops a ball every. Ezekiel Elliott had like three fumbles on three straight possessions, and (laughs) they left him in the game. And I realize Dallas isn't like, you know, world beaters this year or anything, but like, come on. The dude fumbles one time in, in seven years. I don't even know how long Zach Taylor's been coaching in the NFL at different Not seven places. years. Because Zach Taylor played with uh, Tuberville, or coached with Tuberville, and let's see, Pickle's only been with us for four years, four or five years, so not seven years. Um, This is his fourth year this yeah. is him, him having a full team at this point yeah i mean how how great was that though as well for andy to come back into town and just what? destroy uh especially since zach taylor benched him on his birthday last year like that had been some nice revenge for him i mean i couldn't care less that it was his birthday he just did him dirty in the fact that like Fair. just the way he did it yes um, to give Ryan Finley a shot. Well, that's because I mean, but you, you're you're now talking about the same guy, like you just said, that benched Gio Bernard after a fumble, and first didn't time in seven tell years. Didn't tell Carlos Dunlap, uh, he "Hey, we're demoting you." He had to find out on the whiteboard. He he just doesn't have any kind of like ability to lead a team to anything other to to lead a team to anything other than a losing season. No tact. Like, I don't know how the players at this point are respecting him at all. Because, again, I don't with, think G- they are. I don't with think Gio they are. being the only one that you ever heard in the media in his corner, and you just took him out of a game in which he fumbled. Yeah, I don't think After not having done so since seven years ago. I mean, that's... <sighs> it's not a good look, but let's be honest. Mike Brown's not going to fire him. He's not going to walk away. It's... We're stuck with him for a but, while. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think. I think if you got the, you got the, you have the quarterback already. This isn't Andy Dalton where you believed you were going to get to a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton. He did. He he didn't have that same charisma. You never felt entirely that way, except for the year where he broke his thumb against the Steelers, and then everything happened straight from the depths of hell uh, on that football field. And uh, oh. I don't like to relive that night. I was at that However, uh, I may have cried. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's just they're so bad. I, I, it's hard to watch. I find other things to do. I'll still put the game on, yeah. but I find other things to do. I went shopping. I mean, I, 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 I turned so, it on, like... I wanted to watch Andy Dalton hopefully put the final dagger in Zach Taylor's tenure here. So, him and his wife are adorable. It has to be said. And, him, him I mean, and his wife are adorable. Well, did you see? Did you see the the, the sign that was up there? Yeah, um, you know, like where they always put the sign. 
Yeah, and it basically was just like, uh, yeah, thank you. And I thought it was it was good of the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals uh, I, after they, they booed him out of here. I don't think the Bengals did, did that. I think those fans. I'm what? saying after after the fans booed him out of here uh, when he left last yeah. season. Yeah, they what? booed him at the softball game, the celebrity the, softball game at the All Star. After he hit home run. Unreal. Yeah, I mean it's. So, okay, hypothetically, I, I, do you, when when the contract's up at Paul Brown Stadium, would you be upset if the Bengals moved and we didn't have a pro football team in Cincinnati? 100%. You would be upset? I'd be upset. Okay. At this point, I don't know that I would. Well, it doesn't affect your taxes because you don't live in the county, so I'm not sure why you're... Worry about it one way or the other. I'm a sports fan. I mean, that's the th- that's the thing. I'm a sports fan, so I mean, I I enjoyed that Cleveland game last night. Again, I had I had it on my phone um, while I was playing video games, so I watched like the first half, and then I got a notification, and then I never turned the game back on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think my my whole thing is like I don't. I think the Bengals win anything worth talking about <laughs> with their current ownership. I just don't think they do. And it's sad and it hurts my feelings and it but it's, you know, Cincinnati to a T. You really I mean like, well, you we, had, all grew up, we all we all grew up Bengals fans. Um, and then I think so, that's why you're you're a little clouded on your memory here. You had like what Six straight or six of seven years where or something like that where Andy made the playoffs. Uh, prior to that, you had they Carson win, Palmer. They, they win. I understand, but there's some teams looking at you, New York Jets, looking at you, Cleveland Browns, that didn't even make the playoffs during some of those runs. Right, but like, when does like, when does like doing that? really replace what you're out there for and that's like championships and i get it there's only one team that wins a championship every year but and unfortunately we had to live during the tom brady era where he won all the rings all the rings yeah but 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 it's not like you know the Bengals were in those super bowls you know or really afc championship games you know no because we somehow always we always end up with a steelers draw yeah, and the one year Except, we're supposed to beat the but you got to beat out you got you got to beat everybody to get there to Except win. Except for the anyway. Jets and the Chargers, there might have been a Colts team in there. I don't remember. I mean, there were like four or five years where you know my wife and I had season tickets, and I was burning all kinds of time at work to take off to go to the games, and you know how that worked. I, I would never. I, probably this year was probably the best year to do it if I was going to, but the product on the field sucked. I will never take my kids to a football game until nope. they're far older. And like, yeah. like when I, I went to because of drunk games, assholes like me, correct. Yeah, and, and and you know, not gonna you know, try and hide it behind anything because that was me when I was at Bengals games when I had season tickets. But I felt like I had a right to because I had season tickets. Damn it, they were really expensive. We got Mike asking. Are we satisfied with the number three pick, or would we want the Jags to win and the Bengals to get the number two and then trade for more draft capital? Well, here's want, the thing. I want the offensive lineman from Oregon. 
I want an offense. Yeah, care where we land. I don't. I don't want us to trade for any more draft capital. I also don't want us to not go out and at least make it look like a game. Like if we beat the Steelers this week, I'd actually be okay with it because I hate the Steelers. And to do it on Monday night would be that much funnier. Although that would 1,000% mean that Zach Taylor was not getting fired. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. That's a great point because it's the end of the season. Look, he was turning it around. Mike Brown will use that as an excuse. Yep, for sure. It's a double-edged sword. That said, I'm not sure who's going to run the ball this week because, well, Geo fumbles and (laughs) Travion Williams fumbles. And... Everyone apparently fumbled this week, so I don't I don't know who's going to run the ball. I don't know what quarterback's healthy this week. Um, I, I I don't know. Do they? I mean, do they have anybody else on the practice squad? We got two kickers. We got Randy Bullock and this this Cybert kid who who doinked it off the field goal post and almost missed a went in, extra went point. Because you know why why in. why wouldn't you carry two kickers? You don't carry two kickers on a fantasy football team. Why are we carrying two kickers on an NFL uh, roster? Like you, I feel you like you went on this rant last week. I did. <laughs> None of it makes sense. It's horrible. This horrible is a part of the show where we're management. Out of content, so we just replayed Aaron's rant from last we're week. Ju- we're playing the hits. It's fine. It's still <laughs> worth ranting. I make fun of people in fantasy football who have like I don't want them in my league if they have two kickers at any point in time. Speaking of fantasy football, uh, you, I've, uh, I, I've had a really rough year. I started out the season, had uh, Dak Prescott as my quarterback. Like that, that went bad. Then I replaced him with Drew Brees, and uh, that's also gone bad. So I've had to like put in Carson Wentz, who you know, is like – I think actually you tweeted that you were done with him and booted him off your team. Yeah, sure uh, did. Uh, I think the last couple of weeks I've had Ryan Tannehill. He's been all right. He's been serviceable. Uh, I did have uh, Swift, the running back from the Lions. He's been in and out of the lineup because he's been hurt. With like, he had COVID for a little bit. Um, who else? Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Like I had him. He, and I've held on to him. Uh, hope. And the one game he came back, he dropped like a, you know a twenty bomb. Um, so I, it's, I, it's I maybe maybe I if scoop. I can find a way to play Zach Taylor, then he'll be gone. Well, find whatever defense plays the Bengals, and you're usually pretty well, good there. Yeah, I right? picked up Dallas last week. That's, that's, that's 20, that's also, 20 points. Also, Jalen Hurts, if he's still out there as a free agent, swoop him up because that dude, he can play. And Philly still has those same horrible receiving core that they've had. Hey, what's the yeah. NFC East look like right now? Are they right. still going like, to win? I think the Bengals would still be in a playoff position in the NFC East. So I had I I drafted Cam Newton as my quarterback, um, and then that didn't work out very well at the beginning of the season. So I picked up uh, Fitz Magic. Um, then Fitz Magic got replaced with uh, Tolaluga, whatever his name is. So Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, that's it. And so now I'm just I have to roll with Cam. I have Cam Tua and Jalen Hurts on my team currently. <laughs> I might hurt Do you it's, have it's, anybody it's a, else? It's a keeper league. It's fine. I'm just trying to make moves. I'm, I'm already out of the playoffs. It's no big deal. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm in the I, I'm in the uh, I'm in the the semifinals this week. So, all right. Well, I think we're losing listeners. If anybody is even still listening, yeah. um, anything that we want to touch on with the Reds because there hasn't been a whole lot of uh, movement there. Uh, they signed another like project pitcher today. Yeah, his name uh, is because uh, you know because. Uh, 
Bell came out this week and said, uh, I think it was either Bell or Crawl. It was Crawl. One of them said, say. Yeah, one of them said this week that uh, we don't have any bullpen issues. What are you talking about? No. No. They came what? out. Crawl said that they are looking to shore up their bullpen. Doug Gray what? tweeted about it today. You know, no, never mind the fact that you had two guys that you right. l- let go that were. Hey, hey, hey uh, we, we need some bullpen help. Uh, Rysel, see you later. Uh, hey, Archie Bradley, I, you, like you did pretty good. For, see you later. Like, AG was I liked the closer. I liked Archie. I did too. All square beard. Good guy. I was okay and with them losing Rysel. Like camping? Listen, Ed 2.0. Calm down <laughs> with that. What? Oh, I missed that. I missed that. <laughs> but uh, it is. It'll be interesting to see kind of what develops over the next month with the Reds. Um, it sounds like Bauer says that we're still in on him. <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh at that. I, no, I mean, I think a lot. I know we talked I, about it last week and briefly in some of the other roundtables, but I, I, I mean, I, they've I moved. They, they've moved out some some dollars. And so, I, I saw I saw today that they were like. They're projected with like a hundred and twenty-one million dollar payroll, which is about twenty million less than last year, but still about on par with two thousand nineteen. So, like, not probably depends on where Bauer wants to go. If you can somehow get Bauer back here, maybe you have the same payroll. Again, I go back to the fact that shortstop. I go back to the fact that you made a hundred and ninety-four million dollars over the last decade. I'm sure you got some. I'm sure you got some money there if you want to win. If you really actually, because I can't believe that you're actually in the business of owning a sports team to not bring home a championship. We bought unless that you're Mike, unless you're Mike Brown. We bought that new giant uh, LED screen, so it's gone. Oh, <laughs> the county that, paid for what that. Are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? I'm just saying they're going to say they don't have any money. The county pays for that. I don't care. I'm just saying the Bengals are going to say they don't have any money. Bengals? What's up with the Reds? Ed? What's happening? How much? What is the... Sip some more... Sip some more Bearcat bourbon there, Ed. Good God. How many glasses of this have I tonight? And I think that ends the show. (laughs) (laughs) So, for Ed... Hold on. And his Bearcat bourbon... Hold on. Hit the plugs. Uh, don't forget, you can check me out anytime you want on www.bearcatjournal.com, where I write and have another podcast. Um, outside of that, uh, you can check us out at ptpcincy.wordpress.com. Um, supposedly, Ed's going to be putting out some more content there. Hopefully, he sends it to me to uh, proofread before he puts it out there, because he can't spell chili. Uh, living in Cincinnati, can't spell chili. Somehow it ended up with two L's. I'm going to blame that on Bearcat Bourbon as well. Um, That's good don't forget, you, can, you, can, <laughs> you can also find us at PTP Cincy uh, Podcast on Twitter. Um, uh, Bearcat Nation and Pardon the Punctuation on Facebook. Anything else that you want me to plug? Uh, don't forget to check out the merch. I think it's too late to order anything before Christmas, but go ahead and get some merch. We should get some hats. And uh, also, don't forget to go to our website and check out Bossman Brands uh, for all your beard care needs. I mean, if you check out this fiery mane we got going on right here, 
looks it great. looks Amish. That's how good it makes his beard look. It looks Amish, and those people grow beards professionally. Well, thank you, and I appreciate that. Use uh, promo code Ed15 to get 15% off your purchase. There you have it, folks. Again, for Ed and his Bearcat bourbon, for Jeff and his hat wardrobe change, I'm Aaron, <laughs> and we're out. Peace. Peace.